0: Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Life with Robin Terry where we talk living inspired, fearless and encouraged. This podcast is geared toward women, but men you are welcome too. Grab a drink and a snack, sit back and relax as we talk life on today. Hello. Thank you for tuning in to of uh, Let's Talk with Robin Terry. Um, As promised on today, we're going to talk about Baby Mama Drama Part 2. And uh, if you listened to my last podcast, on the last episode, we talked about baby daddy issues. On this episode, we're going to talk about baby mamas. So um, when I was playing around last week on... Uh, my podcast, trying to play it around with software, I was asking, you know, some guys to give me some input on potential problems they may be having with the mothers of their children. So one guy said, um, one problem he's having, he said, baby mama won't take child support so they can say the father is not paying, and um, this guy is a good father. He's trying to be a part of his child's life, but the child's mother is making it difficult for him, um, and he doesn't understand why. All he wants to do is spend time with his with his child. Uh, he said she makes it hard for him to. Um, get quality time, and to actually make things count. And when he's trying to give her the money for child support, she won't take it. Why? I don't know. It's insane to me. But it's almost as if she's trying to make it seem like he's a deadbeat dad when he's not. And that's not right. And so I I want to talk about that today because we have a lot of good fathers out there who want to be great fathers to their children, but there are mothers getting in the way of that uh, because either they're angry or they're bitter, they're upset with their child's father and they just, they want to hurt him because they are hurting. But what uh, they fail to realize is that even though you may be hurting him, you're hurting your child more because um, if you have a son or daughter that's maybe, what, three, four, five years old, they're old enough to know who their dad is, right? And so when dad comes along and he wants to spend time with with him, um, and then the mama's like, no, you can't go. And then that just becomes a cycle of... Um, every time he comes around it's a constant cycle no you can't go no you can't go and the child is hurt by that because all they know is that they want to see their dad they want to spend time with him and the mom is getting in the way of that and so um i feel like um i feel like the um the mother should know that When you're doing things like that, it's affecting your child, whether you realize it or not. And so, um, to sum up what I'm trying to say, don't do that. Let your child's father be a part of your child's life. Um, There is... Okay, I had to block something. I'm sorry. Um, I got distracted. I had to block something. But um, so back to what I was saying. So why do mothers act this way? And uh, I remember um, feeling that way when I was a new mom because I was doing it alone. And so... Um, I didn't want, I didn't want my daughter's uh, birth father to see her. I never told him that, but inside in my heart, I didn't want him to see her because he wasn't a very active father. And because I was doing it by myself, I felt like he didn't have a right to see her but I never let that come out of my mouth. These were my thoughts. And I had to sit down and think about it. And I was like, well, if I were in his shoes, then I would want to see my kid no matter what, whether I could afford to take care of her or not. I'm a parent. I want to see her. I want to spend time with her. And it would hurt me if anyone got in the way of that. So that was one thing I did. The second thing I did was I put myself in Ariel's shoes. I mean, she was young, but I put myself in her place. And I thought if I didn't have an opportunity to spend time with my dad, it would hurt me. And so I cared more about how Ariel would feel than I cared about how her birth father felt. So, because I didn't want to hurt her or keep her from having the opportunity of knowing who her father is, I never stood in the way of their relationship. Anytime he came by uh, and he wanted to see her, I wouldn't stand in the way of that. I would let him see her. And, you know, as she grew older, as all of our kids do, they figure out their parents for themselves. So, uh, whether your child's father is a great father and he's very active and he's trying to be active your child will remember that what's more is your child will remember you saying no or being mean or vindictive or spiteful your child will remember that too so or if you have um a birth father who's not very active, but comes around every now and then your child will grow up and remember that as well. But they'll also remember that you didn't stand in the way of them trying to establish a relationship. Because when you get in the way of that and you hurt your child, um, what a lot of moms don't realize is that our children grow up, they're hurting right now, but they grow up to be hurt people they be, I'm sorry, they grew up to be hurt adults and um, hurt adults that just hurt more people. And it becomes like an endless cycle of hurt and pain and rejection. I mean, it just never ends. And so um, while you're trying to be spiteful and hurt your child's father, what you're really doing is emotionally damaging your child yourself. And what makes matters worse is, when you know there are a lot of times when i was upset with my child's birth father and i wanted to talk shit about him all the time but i couldn't because that would hurt her as well so if you're angry and you're talking you know saying bad things about your child's father especially in front of the child that's hurting your kid too especially when you compare when you compare your your child to the dad So if you're saying things like, oh, you stupid just like your daddy or you ain't nothing just like your daddy ain't nothing, you know, you basically telling your child that they're nothing and that hurts the kid. So, you know, I'm saying all of these things, it works. It all works together in so many ways that at the end of the day, your kid is the one that's hurting. Your kid is the one that's hurting. I know last week, my sister showed me a video of this little girl and her dad, and he took her to get her hair braided, and she was so happy, and she was so cute. She had beads and everything. And then he took took her home to her mom, and the lady cut the baby's hair with the beads. Like, you know, the baby is sitting there crying crying her eyes out. It's stuff like that that really pisses me off. This little girl's dad took the time to take her to get her hair done, to spend time with her, telling her how beautiful she was. And in a mere minute, her mom came along, cut all her hair off, cut the beads off because she pissed off with the girl's daddy. Like that is so stupid. That is just stupid. It's low down. It's spiteful. And that poor baby, her feelings were hurt. She was crying. She was devastated. And she was, the mom was so angry with the daddy that she failed to see the damage she was doing to her own child because she was trying to be mean to the little girl's dad. So, you know, hurt people hurt other people. That is my point. So... um. And I feel like a lot of the a lot of the times um, when mothers are like this with their with fathers that want to be good fathers, it's because these mothers are coming from a hurt place. I know that because I was once in a hurt place, and they do it because um, they're broken. They're walking around with unforgiveness, and then there's just lack of love in general in their hearts so basically the heart they heart it's not right the heart is not right and so she can't love her child effectively or be an effective or or great mother because her heart isn't right and because her heart isn't right she's so focused on getting even with her child's father that she doesn't even see that she's hurting her kid in the process and so um Oh, my eyes keep order. So I just want to say to my sisters that are listening, that are watching, if you're a single mom, I know your frustration. I know it's hard. We go to work every day. We come home. We do homework. We change diapers. I mean, we play doctor. We do it all, and it's difficult. And um, even, and sometimes we hold on to hurt from past relationships or, um, If something happened in the relationship with our child's father, whether he cheated on us or just broke up with us for no reason, just said he does not want to do it anymore. uh, But he still wants to be a father because y'all got together, y'all made this baby. Just because y'all don't work out doesn't mean he doesn't have the right to have a relationship with his child. So please stop standing in the way of that, especially like during this day and time, there are so many fathers that are either deadbeat dads, some are in jail, some are getting killed, you know, and they are those men are deprived, not the be, not the deadbeat dad, but the men that are dying young or those that are in jail, they're being deprived of, of an opportunity to have a relationship with their kids and to watch their kids grow up. And I'm pretty sure every dad that has died didn't want to go. Every good dad that has died didn't want to go. He would rather be here to raise his kids. And then we have fathers who are alive and willing and able. And and there are mothers standing in the way of that. That's not right. It's not right. And And I don't even see how you know, um, you can sleep at night acting that way. Um, and I'm not saying to be judgmental. I'm saying it because I lived it. And because I had those feelings of, you know, hurt and bitterness inside, I wasn't resting well. I mean, I was, un- I was an unhappy person and, you know, my daughter's birth father never saw me behave that way because I put her before, me and even before him, but I was still walking around with a lot of hurt inside. I didn't want to see him get married before me, but he did. I didn't want to see him to live what I thought was a good life before me, but he did. And so, yeah, that hurt me because I was still over here struggling and he was over there doing whatever he wanted to do, you know, like he didn't have a care in the world. So he lived to do what he wanted to do but i stayed to do what i had to do and that hurt me and so um i had bitterness and everything inside and so in order for me to forgive him because i i mean it took a while for me to forgive him but i finally did forgive him for hurting me the way that he did um But in order for me to forgive him, I had to first acknowledge that I was hurting because I was walking around saying, you know, I'm okay and, you know, it's all good. And, um, but inside, I wasn't okay and I wasn't all good. But, and it was all because I was taught to be strong and I, I didn't want to let anybody know that I was hurt. And so, a lot of moms who behave, you know, the way that they do, it's because they're walking around with their own pain for whatever reason. And so, I just want to, if there's a good father out there being a great father, I want to encourage you to continue to be a great father, but pray for your child's mother in the process. Because, you know, if she's not right, you know, the child won't be all right. And then in turn, you won't be all right because she's going to be busy trying to make your life live in hell. So you need to pray for her to find her own piece of happiness so she can stop being, you know, low down to you. And so, I mean, that's just my advice. And so, um, and as far as, and, you know, a lot of women, Because I know guys want to know why women act this way. I'm just offering up different reasons. A lot of women walking around uh, just in brokenness. You know, their family's broken. You know, nothing's working right or looking good for them. And so they just hold on to the brokenness too. And because they're not whole, they don't want you to be whole. And so, again, there has to be some kind of, you know, emotional heart surgery that goes on within the woman, so she can stop being this way, because for her to act this way, it's not right. And then you know, especially the ones who act that way, but then they constantly saying they praying for God to bless them with this or that and to do this and that. Not no, 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 no. Your heart ain't right. It's not. You can't expect God to be good to you when you being low down to somebody who's just trying to do the right thing. So there's no excuse. And so, you know, I'm not like I said, I'm not being just judgmental or bashing. I'm just saying we have to think about this because the enemy has weaved his way into our families and um, he's found he's found a way to pit mothers and fathers against each other. So either you have a father being low down to the mom or you have a mom being low down to the father or you have them both you know, just constantly bickering and fighting. And that's not what God intended. You know, our kids, our kids are looking at us, they're listening, they're watching, they're paying attention and they're getting hurt in the process. And that's something that we as parents need to realize. You know, we might try to hurt each other, but who we're hurting more are the kids. Because the kids have to listen to it and see it. And I can't think of a child who wants to see their parents fighting, who wants to hear their mother talking bad about their dad, or who wants to hear their dad talking bad about their mom. You know, because these kids, they're taking it all in. And as they grow up and they spit back out at you, what they hear you say to them, you can't get mad because they only given to you what you gave to them. So that's something that we have to think about as parents. If you're constantly degrading your um, your kid or the mother or the father in front of the kid, and then uh, you're expecting the kid to grow up to be a model citizen. It does happen sometimes, but I'm telling you, a lot of times these kids grow up and they're hurting and they're still dealing with things from their childhood. They grow up they're hurt adults and then they end up hurting someone else. And like I said before, it's a vicious cycle of pain. So the healing has to start somewhere. So we should let the healing begin and let it begin first by getting our hearts right. So mothers, if you're listening and you know you being a bitch to the father of your kids for no reason at all, If he's a great father and he wants to take care of the kid, he's not being abusive. He's not emotionally or physically abusive. He's not low down to them. He just wants to love them and go to the games and the ballet recitals, the band concerts. He wants to show up for play dates and take them to birthday parties or to the park or to shopping. Let the man do it. Jesus Give yourself a break. Let that man be a father to his child because these kids, they need their mothers and their fathers and don't stand in the way of that. Please don't stand in the way of that. And fathers, if you have custody of the kid and you have a mom who who doesn't have custody, custody for whatever reason, if she wants to come around and be a mom and she's not being abusive or hurtful to the child, let her be a mom. Let her at least try. You know, we have to work together to get these kids right. These kids are our future and they're paying attention to us. And so all I'm saying is we got to walk in love. No matter what happened in the relationship in the past, we got to walk in love. And if you don't know what love is. Is in uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 13. It's kind, it's patient, it doesn't envy, it's not provoked, it keeps no record of wrongs, you know, it's not conceited. Love, love is who God is. And all he asks of us is one of the great commandments, love your neighbor as yourself. And even if you're mad at, if one parent is mad at the other, you still got to walk in love. Treat them the way you would want to be treated. That's the golden rule. Treat them the way you would want to be treated, no matter what's happened. I know when I was 15, I got pregnant, became a mom at 16. And me and my daughter's birth father broke up for, you know, we were young. And, you know, we broke up. He did his own thing. You know, that hurt me, but... With time, you know, God healed my wounds and um I'm a better person today because of it, because I couldn't hold it over his head, you know, as hurt as I was, I had to let it go. And that's what you have to do. So it all comes down to forgiveness. Basically, I, I've been talking for 20 minutes and what it really comes down to is forgiveness and walking in love. And so... That's all I have. But I hope I said something to encourage you or to make you want to be a better mom or a better father or, or a better person in general. And before I go. I have to promote my book, Resilient. My story, God's glory It's a memoir about my journey from being a teenage mom to the success I am today. Um, it's a great read, a great story for Any young lady, any teenage mother, any single mother, uh, if you don't want to read it, gift it to her. Um, There's some good stuff in here. Um, And I just told part of the story in this uh, podcast. So basically some of the things I went through as a teen mom. But at the end of the day, we have to love each other. We have to forgive each other. And that is what I want to leave with you. So baby mamas. Stop giving your babe your child's father a hard time. The good fathers. I'm not talking about the little sperm donors who they think can go their way. I'm talking about the fathers who want to be a part of their child's life. Don't get in the way of that. Let them. Let them do it. That's all I got to say. Let them do it because at the end of the day, If you don't let him do it and your child catches wind of it, you don't want your baby to grow up one day and say, "Mommy it's your fault that I don't have a relationship with my daddy. And you don't want your child to hate you for it. And that happens sometimes. So you don't want that to be on you. All right. So um, all hearts and minds are clear. Until we meet again, God bless. Thank you for tuning in to Life With Me on today. It is my prayer that you heard something that encouraged you, motivated you, or inspired you to be the best version of yourself that you can be. Until we meet again, God bless.